Blog Talk Radio. So how are you favorite listeners? Granny Hawker and Big Swing. Yes, it is Monday night, ladies and gentlemen. You have the icon uh, on your left. You have Granny on your right. And generally we'd have Big Swing in the center of the room, but he's on temporary assignment this evening. He may drop in uh, at some point, uh, but uh, other than that, uh, Granny and I will uh, be taking things as we go in stride here. Uh, Before we uh, list our guests and before we bring Granny on and chat with her, uh, I want to thank our our new sponsors. Of course, we have uh, Bad Diesel Magazine. Uh, You can always check out eBay for back issues, and uh, check out the August issue. Next week, we're going to have uh, uh, the newest cover gal of Bad Diesel Magazine on with us. Uh, we'll talk about that more later. And uh, we also want you to check out a great new sponsor. We love these guys. They're great. Uh, go to lisa.gameday.global, uh, where you can get customized rings for your sports teams, uh, they do fundraisers for your sports teams, your local events, so make specialized rings for them. And they also carry rings for uh, different NFL teams, uh, college teams, uh, some high school. They're working on getting contracts for other high school colors, so check them out. Uh, and, uh, yes, and as a matter of fact, uh, real quick here, we'll go over a guest here. Uh, we were supposed to have three guests. One of our guests had to uh, postpone because they had a death in the family, which is okay. But we have the uh, ballistic one, Brett Myers, on with us first. And uh, then we have the great uh, Petrette adult star, 
uh, Tylee Tiny is going to be on with us. Uh, and everybody's wondering, you know, you're probably saying, hey, this is a wrestling show. How can we keep having adult stars every week? Well, the reason why we keep doing that is because they want to be on the show. They bring their masses to our masses, and uh, they bring their fans to our show. And in turn, we bring our fans to their their stuff. So uh, it, it's a win-win situation for everybody. And we talked about this before. We're not going to talk about it again. Uh, Gra- uh, Granny has no issues with it. She uh, she doesn't have very many questions for them, but uh, she's happy to have them on as well. Speaking of Granny, let's bring her on. Let's bring her out of the green room. Granny, how are you today? I'm good. Um, you know, it was a busy weekend as always, and I'm getting ready to go to my class reunion this weekend. Um, I'm leaving Thursday to go to Kansas where I used to live. And 41 years of being out of high school, you know, it uh, doesn't seem possible. We would have had our 40th class reunion last year. But due to COVID, we had to postpone it. So we're doing 41. So, you know, okay, but that's so okay. now, do you guys uh, – uh, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit again, but for our fans that didn't uh, join us last week, we'll kind of go over this a little again as long as we have a little time. Um, now, do you have uh, a high school reunion uh, like once every 20 years, once every 10 years? Uh, how we used to do it. We used to do it. You know, every five years, and you know, just everybody's schedule. You know, it just kind of didn't work out. You know, we didn't have a lot of people, so um, we, you know, been kind of doing it like every ten the last few couple of times. Um, like I said, <clears throat> we were supposed to have, um, you know, we were supposed to have forty. You know, and um, I think I've been to probably, I think I've been to the last three or four reunions that they've actually had, so. Yeah, because here at, uh, you know, here in uh, my hometown, when we have our high school reunions, it's every 10 years, um, or is it every 20? I can't remember what it is, but, you know, but, uh you know, I I I I missed the last two because I I was not out of uh, was not in the state, so I wasn't able to uh, I was able to break away. But the next one I plan uh, all the members of class of '97 Fargo South High School go Bruins. Uh, the icon will not miss the next one. And uh, you know, we were also talking about how a lot of schools are, are different, like my father's. Uh, every ten years they should do what they what it would have the all school class reunion. So every class would get together and have a reunion every ten years. Uh, but apparently, I guess they um, the powers that be in that his hometown in Wyoming, North Dakota. I guess they decided not to do that. Uh, you know, I guess there, there is a lot of work involved in that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, I was really hoping one day I'd get to go to my dad's high school reunion and meet all his old friends and, you know, get some stories and, uh, you know, meet some of his old uh, uh, buddies that he used to gamble with. It. Uh, he had his own he had his own casino uh, in his garage that they used to go. So I am, uh, I am here. I, I am here for a couple of minutes, guys. Uh, did I miss anything good? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, we were just uh, 
going to mention that you're Oh, my uh, God. Uh, who the hell cares? <laughs> Uh, All right. So, All right. I, I I walked into that one. You see, you see, Granny, it's kind of like it's like it, it, it's like giving a child a new toy, you know, and he gets to play mm-hmm. around with it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Nope. yeah. Shiny, shiny yeah. you know, shiny red ball. Hey. Ooh, you know. My son has a question for you, Big Swing. Oh boy. Okay. Have you ever have you seen the show The Flash on the CW Network? Have, have I seen the what? The Flash on the CW Network. I've I've heard of it. I haven't had time. I've been so busy. I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it, but I've I've heard of it. Yet. Well, he wanted me to tell you that um, there is a favorite person of yours that's actually on that show. Oh, is is it Edge or is it like the Bush? Yeah, it's Edge. They call him the it's Adam Ed. Smasher. Huh? Yeah, it's Edge. Okay, I'll, because I'll have he's to check like that a, out. he's like a. They call him a metahuman. He's like a superhero type thing guy with superhero powers, but they call him the Atom Smasher. The Atom no Smasher. And he won. And he won. And, 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 and funny that. enough, his and funny enough, his real name is Adam. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Adam. So I, I will. I will definitely uh, look into it for sure because I want to. He wanted keep me tabs to. On. He wanted me to tell you that when I talk to you. Well, I, I like well, to keep tabs on, on everything that Edge and Alexa Bliss do. So now that I know that, I'll definitely have time to uh, to sit down and, and check it out. Hey, hey, Big Swing, you know, another um, another uh, fan sent me a question that they wanted me to ask you as well. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, with Alexa Bliss doing the, uh, doing the thing that she's doing now, uh, <clears throat> yeah. the question was when that uh, – when that gimmick gets old and tired, how will she be able to go back to the way it was before? They're going to have her. They're probably going to play hero with somebody, meaning that meaning that they are going to have her become unpossessed somehow. And what I'm thinking, honestly, what I'm thinking is, you know how Nikki Cross is doing the whole hero superhero gimmick right now, and they they were friends mm-hmm. before this, you know, in storyline. They're going to have something where Nikki is the one who saves Alexa Bliss because she's her hero kind of a thing, and they're going to do it that way, and she's going to end up unpossessing, unpossessing her or whatever. And then Alexa, I think, you know, this is what I would do, she would end up finding a way to unpossess her um, and save her from what she's doing, and then Alexa, and then they'll become Bessie for a little while, and then Alexa will turn on her again and become the, the goddess and the bitch again. So I think that's what she'll do. But That's awesome. we shall see. We shall see. Because, uh, you know, cause it, can, can you imagine them becoming tag champs again? And then them being in a triple threat match for the women's title, let's say. And then Alexa Bliss turns on Nikki and, and ends up, you know, becoming the the, uh, the goddess that she was beforehand. I, I, that's what I would do. I, I, think, it, I think it's juicy. That's some real uh, reality TV type stuff right there. So. You know, and uh, Big Swing, I know that uh, you're on temporary assignment tonight, so you, you won't be able to be on with us much tonight. But uh, uh, I'll be in now. I'll be in. I got my phone right next to me. It's just uh, doing okay. management stuff. I got to run next door sometimes. I got to run in the back. I got to do this and that. But but uh, I'll I'll be able to be on for a little bit. But anyway, what's up? Yeah. You, you said you had a question well, or something. Well, well, yeah, well, yeah, because uh, a fan had kind of uh, sent me another question, uh, and I'm like, well, thank you, Captain Obvious. But I'll go ahead and uh, answer. I'll go ahead and ask you the question anyway. Uh, and um, the question to you was, 
would your ultimate fantasy be a mixed tag team with Alexa Bliss and Edge? Well, yes, of course. Um, if if they if they were to do that, that would be that would be the ultimate. Um, however, uh, I would say that at this point, Edge has been um, pretty much just a pleasant memory uh, in, in my in my memory bank. Where if he hasn't really fought much, and when he did come back, he got injured again. Uh, Alexa Bliss has been a lot more relevant in my recent recollection. So I would say I, Alexa Bliss, um, I, I'd be rooting for her more in that match just because I, I've seen her more. Um, but yes, that would that would be the ultimate that would be the ultimate uh, mixed tag fantasy for me. Yep. Well, you know the one thing I don't like about Edge though. Uh, the the new Edge, edge or Edge in general? Well, no, I I don't have a problem with Edge at all. The only thing I the only thing I disagree with is I think he uh, this is just my opinion, folks, that he looks yep. better clean shaven, you know. Um, well, I like a little bit of facial hair on him just because I'm used to seeing him have a little goatee. But yeah, the big beard thing is freaking me out a little bit. But that's why I'm talking about the big beard thing. That doesn't that doesn't do it for me. Yeah, that's never really been his thing. Yeah. So, but anyway, no, I got you there. Um, let me know. Um, and, and you said you can work the board, honestly, because you hit me with the uh, Family Guy quote. I gotta run back in the kitchen, make sure everything's good. Um, if the guest comes on and you can put them on, great. I'll have my phone on me though, so. If you need me to put the guests on, just text me and make it, you know, and I'll feel okay. the vibration and I'll All do it. Right, but okay. uh, I'll pop in. Well, now, now, have you already announced who our first guests, uh, who our guests are tonight? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Oh, you did? Uh, okay. All right. Because I, I, I definitely want to talk to them. Um, I definitely have some questions. But like I said, I've just, this particular couple of weeks with the racetrack, because as you guys know, I live in the Saratoga area. Uh, I don't know if you guys follow horse racing at all, but Saratoga is a huge um, horse racing track, and with tracks mm-hmm. being July, uh, from July 15th to Labor Day, uh, this is the busiest time of the year for bars, for tourism, for traffic, for hotels, for everything. And so um, we have been pretty much all hands on deck because, you know, after um, – let me make sure this music is – there it is. After, after COVID, um, nobody's coming back because, you know, they want – they want a certain money per hour. It's hard to hire people coming back and stuff. So we've been all hands on deck during the busiest time of the year. So that's why it, it sucks. Usually I'm home or I'm in the radio studio for Monday so I can I can run the show without any issue. But, um, but anyway, guys, yeah, I, I got faith in you. I'll pop in and out tonight, and um, hopefully I'll talk to you guys again soon in a minute. All right. Well, yeah, well, yeah, like North Dakota and Fargo here, we have the, uh, we have the uh, big wrestling tournament. So, uh, yeah, so – uh, we have a lot of independent, uh, well, not independent wrestlers. We have a lot of college and high school wrestlers here. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with our guest here. Um, I'm going to, uh, Granny, if you just want to talk a little bit, I'm going to try and get a hold of our guest and then uh, see if they're going to call in, okay? Uh, so uh, just kind of talk a little bit about your uh your high school a little bit, then uh, as soon as I get back on, then we'll uh, then we'll get our guest. Uh, one second, go ahead, Grant. Just kind of take it for a little bit. Okay. Well, well, fans, you know, yeah, it's um, been a busy time. I've had a lot going on and had some wrestling. Went to a wrestling show over the weekend. That was a lot of fun for Down South Championship Wrestling. Really good show. Really some great matches. Um, 
We've got another show coming up for Down South Championship Wrestling August 7th, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, We're supposed to have former um, Impact Wrestling star, or I guess, well, Impact Wrestling star, I don't think he's former. Um, They made a big announcement. We're supposed to have Johnny Swinger in attendance at our August 7th show for Down South Championship Wrestling. So I think that's going to be exciting for the fans. Um, I haven't been able to make it to Wrestling for a Cause um, the last couple of shows due to my scheduling um, things, um, which has made me kind of sad because I love my WFC family very, very much. And uh, I... uh, I miss my WFC family, so I'm hoping to get back to Wrestling for a Cause very, very soon. Um, Going to give them a big shout out. So, okay, uh, I was able to uh, I was able to uh, get a hold of our guests, so uh, 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 they're on hold right now. So I'm going to uh, okay. announce them and then bring, uh, them, bring on. them on, and then we'll. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. The man with the muscle, the man with the body mass to take anybody in and out of the ring. He is the ballistic one himself. He is Brent Myers. Hello, hello out there. Hey, buddy, how are you? I am doing getting hit with some bad weather uh, in the Victoria, Texas area, but uh going to push through it and make the best of it. All right, yeah, well, we got a storm here in my uh, my home city, too, Fargo, North Dakota, so we'll see who gets knocked off first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you want to give us a little, uh, uh, do you have that script that I sent you for to do, the, uh, to do the liner? We'll do that, and we'll have you give us a little background yourself, then we'll have some fun with the interview. Yes, sir. All right, I'll count you down. Ready? Five. Four, three, two, one. Hey, everybody. This is the Ballistic Brent Myers. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and the granny holster. Awesome. So uh, now you are the ballistic one, and we know this. Uh, can you give us a little background about yourself? Because uh, we 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 got a long time for this interview because our second uh, guest, uh canceled and we might have a fill-in but as of right now it's just you and the other guests so give us a little background and we're going to have some uh, fun with some uh, long-winded questions sure uh, okay i i am uh, originally out of chicago illinois i am currently residing in victoria texas uh, i've been in the professional wrestling business since about uh, well childhood i grew up in it as uh, being the son of a uh, professional wrestling promoter um, and then, you know, fast forward to 1997, I became active in the ring, became a professional wrestler and, uh, even got involved in, uh, mixed martial arts and, uh, some self-defense training and things of that nature. And, uh, just had my hands on a little bit of everything really. Um, you know, I've, I've pretty well traveled. Uh, I've been on an on-call basis with the WWE. So that's been great. Been trying to create more and more opportunities with them, of course. Um, just, you know, just uh, doing a lot of different things uh, through the years and uh, just keep pushing. I'm 38 years old now, but uh, I feel, you know, like I'm uh, 
maybe 28, maybe less. Um, I, I still got a lot of energy. I still got a lot of gas in the tank, so to speak. Um, you know, just forward direction. Um, I enjoy the professional wrestling business. Um, it, it, it has its ups and downs, but uh, I always stick with it. And, um, you know, I always see what's ahead, you know, see the bigger picture. And, uh, you know, professional wrestling has always struck my interest since, you know, childhood. And, uh, I, like I said, I've been doing it a, a long time, and uh, I don't know everything. There's always something to learn. That's what that's what makes it exciting. There's always something new coming about, uh, new ways to train, <clears throat> new ways to do things. And, uh, you know, and uh, stuff like this, too. I, I love doing these radio shows, uh, TV tapings, anything to do with media. I, I really do love it because it's, it's a great way to get your, your name and face out there and uh, a, a great uh, marketing tool. Or, or in this case, get your voice out there. <laughs> yeah, in this case, get your, get your voice out there. Absolutely. Uh, Brent, uh, Brent Myers is our guest here. we got about uh, 55 minutes here. Uh, here's how we'll do it. Uh, Big Swing is on temporary assignment. He may chime in. Uh, I know he is listening. He may chime in uh, and ask a question or two. Uh, but um, this is actually a first uh, for the show because usually we have, like I say, three uh, three guests. This will be the first time we've had two guests on uh, on for an hour each. So it'll be awesome. And uh, you are also, uh, Brent, I don't know if you knew this or not, but you're a member of the Three Timers Club. This is a, actually the third time on the show. I was not aware of that, but uh, I, I do know I've been on the show before, of course, but I did not know you had such a thing, but that's awesome. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, you were on our show. Uh, you were actually one of the first guests I ever booked back, uh, I don't know, three or four years ago or however long we've been doing this, and you are on our show last year, and now you're on this year. Um, we we had you on just before COVID started, uh, well, getting in gear, as they say, but now that COVID's in our rearview mirror, uh, we uh, were happy about that. But speaking of that, real quick, we'll, we'll kind of touch on that right away, and then we'll uh, then we'll uh, at, we'll move on to other stuff. But uh, you know, uh, we all know that COVID sucked; it was pretty bad. But uh, how did the COVID affect you? Did you have uh, Did you lose a lot of dates? Uh, did you have to blank your calendar at a certain point? Uh, stuff postponed, rescheduled later on. Uh, how did COVID affect uh, your career? Uh, it had a huge impact. I mean, I did everything in my arsenal to not let it affect my life, um, but it was almost, you know, nearly impossible uh, to affect my personal life or, or to keep it from, you know, uh, having an effect on my, my business life. Um, I did have a lot of cancellations, both on the independent circuit as well, uh, some involvement with the WWE. I had probably five or six cancellations with them. Um probably about 10 or 11 cancellations on the independent circuit. Um, the only thing I was really doing to stay in the loop is uh, some of these uh, podcasts and radio shows. Uh, I even had some uh, some of these radio hosts um, sending me out talent fees and stuff a little bit uh, uh, and, and donating uh, funds for my time doing these interviews and stuff like that. They, you know, I thought that was really nice of them, really cool, because everybody was trying to help each other out during that time, of course. Um, it, it was horrible, but, uh, you know, I, I did the best I can. I, w- I was even making little training videos at home and stuff like that, little self-defense videos, uh, pro wrestling demonstrations, anything I could just, just pretty much stay in the loop. The loop. Uh, lost a lot of money on, on numerous bookings, like I said. So 
Um, that sucked, but you know I, I did make the best of it. Did I, everything I can to to uh, still be plugged in some way or somehow. But uh, I knew that eventually this would come to a screeching halt and we'd be back in full swing, you know, in the, in the professional wrestling business as well, mixed martial arts and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I'm glad to see these arenas open back up. I'm glad to see things flipping around because uh, I was losing my mind for a little while. <laughs> well, you know, it's, 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 it's funny uh, that you mentioned that, Brent. Now I kind of feel like it stinks because uh... – all the guests that we had on during COVID, we didn't give them anything. <laughs> they gave us autographs. <laughs> so now I, I feel like a dick. <laughs> no, no, I mean, everybody operates differently. Some people have the funds available. Some don't. Some are sponsored. Some are not. It really just depends. But it was pretty cool that, uh, you know, I, I got uh, some funds sent to me via PayPal from a few different podcast hosts and some FMA and radio show hosts as well. Um, but like I said, I didn't necessarily do it for the money because I, I, it was just very little amount, but they were just trying to kick me back something, but which is much appreciated. But it was mostly about, you know, it was like, it's, you know, like I said, keeping my name out there, keeping things going and, and entertaining the fans in, in, in some fashion. Uh, the uh, the Ballistic Women's our guest here. we got uh, 50 minutes here. Uh so now, what kind of uh, what kind of talk about uh, you know uh, past? Like I say, we got 50 minutes, so we're going to talk about past stuff, present stuff, and uh, looking into the future a little bit. But uh, you know, you mentioned that uh, you did some stuff with the uh, with the WWE, and you're currently doing stuff with the WWE. Uh, kind of tell us a little bit how that uh, how that ha- how that came about, and uh, what kind of things that uh, you're doing with them now, if you're able to. Sure, um, and I appreciate that question a lot. Um, you know, uh, this is pretty much how I got started. It's not your your average story, actually, um, at all. Uh, I was working an independent show back in 2012. Around that time, I had been putting in for the WWE. I had been calling them, sending them footage, photos, showing them, you know, training clips, anything I can to to get you know their attention and show them that I'm doing what I can to to earn, earn a spot or earn my my way in there to have some type of involvement. And I knew they would use guys as jobbers, extra talent, enhan- talent enhancement, all you know, all that kind of stuff. And no pun intended to anybody. That's all great. Um, and, I, I, and I'm okay with that. I wanted to be involved some way, somehow, whether it's, you know, uh, extra talent, whether it's, you know, uh, full-time, whatever. To me, it's – it's awesome to be involved in, in, in any way at all. You know what I mean? Um, so with that being said, I had, uh, I had seen a Monday night raw commercial come out in my hotel room in Las Vegas. Um, I was there working an independent show. Um, I had just gotten some new gear shipped in. I was feeling real good. I was, you know, well over 200 pounds. I was tan. I was ripped haircut, just feeling 101%, you know what I mean? And and I gave them a call, and I said, uh, you know, I see you guys have a commercial advertised for Las Vegas. I am in the area working an independent show. If for any reason you guys could, can use me or plug me in something, you know, I really appreciate it. I've been, I've been training and doing this, this, and that. And then uh, they actually said, you know, you are one of the most polite guys that ever called our office. And that led to them offering me a booking in Vegas like a couple nights later, and then they asked me if I would be willing to travel to San Diego if they booked me for Las Vegas. They said they were having trouble getting some guys that were willing to go to San Diego 
after Vegas, I said, I, I don't care if I have to swim there. I'll do what I have to do. Um, and I said, you know, it, um, I, I'm flattered to have this opportunity thrown at me. So whoever was rejecting the opportunity doesn't take it too serious, but I do. Uh, you know, and I hit it off real well with them. From that point on, there was always a communication line there, and they just kept booking me, you know, for two to four dates at a time. And, yeah, it was TV extra talent or on-call talent, however you want to slice it. But, like I said, it's just great to be plugged in and involved at all. And I, I wouldn't even say that I was used, and no pun intended to anybody, but I, I wouldn't say that I was used as your typical extra talent because I had I had a lot of major spots thrown at me from being uh, a, in a bodyguard type of role, knocked out by Ronda Rousey, uh, to being a guest official on Monday Night Raw, again knocked out by Ronda Rousey, to having the spot as uh, one of King Corbin's cronies coming in there, taking the boots to uh, Daniel Bryan. I mean, these are big spots. Uh, I did another spot where I, I came in and broke up a fight between CM Punk and Jerry Lawler. They, I notice with some guys, they, they'll hide their face or show the back of their head or, you know, not give them a lot of exposure. And no pun intended, like I said to anybody, it's great to be there at all. But I kept noticing they were putting me in, putting me in uh, very exposed spots. And I'm like, hey, maybe this is leading to something. Maybe they see something in me and they haven't quite said it yet. <clears throat> but, I mean, I do, I do get a lot of good feedback, you know, good compliments from them through the years. But, they never really obviously did sign me to a deal, but they still keep using me for major spots. So I have a lot of hope that something big, bigger will kick off at some point. It's just a matter of time. See, see, uh, Brett, see, that's where you're lucky because I've sent tapes in the WWE, and what they tell me is, look, if you send us anything else wanting to have a match with Kevin Owens again, we're going to sue you. So I have to stop sending in tapes. <laughs> wow. Never heard that one before, but he's yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe they were just getting a little agitated. I don't believe know. Believe me, he's not. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Brent, here's what we're going to do here real quick. Uh, do you have the ability to uh, get uh, 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 two-way calls on your phone? I'm so old school, I don't even know. Um, I would imagine. Well, well here's what I'm going to here's what I'm gonna try and do. I'm going to try and uh, – uh, I'm going to try and call you from our guest studio, and if it rings, pick it up, and then I'll put you in on our board because uh, my two-way calling thing is about to run out. Absolutely. So, so, so we're going to try this. One second. All right. <clears throat> so, well, it's a pleasure to have you on our show this evening. Is your phone ringing? Hello. Uh, oh, uh, are you there? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, I have you on the board here. Uh, it says, uh, did did your phone did your phone ring? It did not. Okay. All right. Oh, that didn't work. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, what I was going to say, uh, you know the uh, the number I gave you for the show, would you want to try and call in and see if that will work? Is he there? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. 
Uh, did we lose him? I Brent, don't know. I... All right, one second. I think we lost him. <clears throat> I think we actually lost our guest. Calling in. Hello. I hope so. There oh, he is. Hey, are you there? You're there. Okay, perfect. Okay, so we got you. In the, we got you on the board now. So that uh, that seems to be working. All right. Okay. Good. All right. So now uh, I'm going to ask you a few more questions. We're going to do a roundtable here, and then we'll uh, have Granny ask a few because uh, I know our fans get uh, bored when I uh, when I put our uh, my co-hosts on mute and I don't let them talk during the whole show. Uh, wink, wink. Uh, so now. You mentioned that you you'd have a chance to be in the ring with Ronda Rousey. You know, I'll tell you what, that's an opportunity I I would love to do. Uh, you know, if I had the chance to have Ronda Rousey, I just uh, uh, stand there and have her kick my ass. I'd let her do that. Uh, so uh, I'm sure that's one uh, opportunity that you, when they told you they were going to be in the ring with her, you didn't you didn't want to turn that down, right? Do we have him still there? Okay, one second. This thing is going to drive me nuts. Did we lose him again? I hope not. Modern technology, you got to love it. No, the good thing is we can edit on Yes. Okay, all right. So... Can you hear the BBM? Yeah, we can hear you. Alrighty. Awesome. We didn't lose Icon. <laughs> Uh-oh. Icon, are you still there with us? Yeah, I'm here. Is uh, Brent there? Yeah, he is. He is. Okay, good. We got everything hooked up now. Okay. So I'll go back to my original question, and uh, we have uh, the ballistic one here with us. We have uh, 40 minutes. Uh, looks like I'll have some editing to do on this show, but it doesn't matter. So now what I asked was uh, the fact that, you know, they gave you the opportunity to be in the, the ring with uh, Ronda Rousey. I mean, that's a, that's a definitely a, a thing I'm sure you didn't want to pass up because I'd let her stand there and ki- I'd stand there and let her kick my ass for uh, an appearance. Uh, what say you? <laughs> Uh, you know, that was a heck of an experience both times, actually. Um, you know, I, 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 it's funny you say that because a lot of people have told me that they would, they would let her beat the hell out of them for any amount of money. But, um, I did get a little good chunk of change. They did take care of me give me a little bonus, but, um, you know, it, it wasn't just about the money. It was, uh, it's about the experience. It's, it's something that I, I, you know, a huge highlight of my career, a huge highlight um, you know, for the, for her maybe even you know that was a, a a big deal not not necessarily because I was involved but a big highlight for her career because she's beating up a man <laughs> um, on more than one occasion and and I think those are always going to stand out forever um, you know and, and and all BS aside. I, I did re- have a few knots on my head the following day that lasted about a week. 
So uh, she is no joke. I, I, I would say she's a little on this this side. <laughs> now, uh, and that's okay with, with that me. <laughs> well, with that being said, uh, now uh, you know we're we're kind of you know we'll kind of pull out back the curtain a little bit. Then uh, Granny, I'll let you chime in here. But uh, okay. so now when you're, you're going out there with Ronda Rousey and whoever, uh, do you get to talk to them beforehand, go over what you're going to do or, uh, uh you'll say, let's just go out there and let it fuck. And then we'll apologize later. How does that work? <laughs> no, I, I would, I would, uh, I, I, I mean, honestly, I'd say it was, I mean, some stuff, yes, we went over, but I would say it was more like a uh, a shoot, if you ask me. You know, that's that's what I would say. I would say it was more like a uh, a shoot, and and a uh, you know just went out there and, and and did my thing. But and I think that's what they were looking for because uh, during the day, when you come down to ringside and you're going over things, I don't want to give away too much here, protect the business. But um, you know. We, Going over a few things during the day, they were kind of looking for someone that maybe had an MMA background or pretty much a strong threshold for pain. And I was—I don't want—I won't give all the details on how I was tested, but I definitely was tested prehand to see if I could endure that. And uh, I passed the test, so to speak. And uh, and uh, with that being said, then uh, would you consider yourself uh, in the roles that you've had or the roles that you're in? Would you consider yourself to be a baby face, a heel? And in between, are you uh, more of what the crowd thinks? Uh, w- w- that's a good question, too. I appreciate it. Um, w- w- with the Ronda Rousey deals, th- that was more like, uh, I'd say, leaning towards the baby face side. I'm a, you know, the good guy coming down in a bodyguard-type role, referee-type role, and trying to maintain order and gain control of this rowdy one, uh, but to no success. Uh, and then with the, you know, uh, stuff with um, – CM Punk, or actually uh, the stuff with uh, King uh, being one of King Corbin's cronies stomping on Daniel Bryan, that was more heelish, obviously. Um, you know, taking the boots to him. <laughs> well, with, it, with that being said, Granny, we have somewhat of a heel. We have the ballistic one. We have 37 minutes. Go ahead, Granny. What do you got? Well, you know, Granny being the big, huge wrestling fan that I am, and I'm not just like your average wrestling fan. Um, I have had <laughs> promoters thank me for being at their shows and because I don't like the heels. And I absolutely <laughs> despise Baron Corbin. I hate that man. I cannot oh, you stand do. that man. I did not like him when he was king. <laughs> And I thought it was kind of funny the other night when he was begging people for money because, you know, he, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura is the king now, you know, and Baron Corbin's not the king anymore, which makes me pretty happy, even though I haven't been able to watch SmackDown the last few weeks because of my schedule. But I don't like the heels. Yeah, so I can um, talk some pretty yeah. good smack to the heels when I have to. Yeah, Brent, mm-hmm. she ranks uh, uh, she 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 ranks Corbin right up there. The same, uh, she puts him on the same pedestal as she does the double dork. So go ahead, Granny, continue. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy, there's an independent wrestler that I know personally. Um, his, they call him the definition of definition double D. I call him double dork, but you know that's that's you know, I can talk some pretty good smack to the heels when I have to. So 
what has been your most uh, do you enjoy doing the professional wrestling more or do you enjoy doing the MMA or is it do you enjoy doing both I mean uh, another awesome question I I I um I enjoy both, but for a while I was I guess maybe it was a phase. I lean more towards the mixed martial arts, or was leaning towards the mixed martial arts. But I've found ways to incorporate mixed martial arts into professional wrestling, and I I bleed the two, you know, and I I I make it work. So it's kind of like I still get to do a little bit of MMA in pro wrestling. So I'm. I'm satisfied. That's awesome. If you had a chance to have any kind of dream match, what kind of dream match would you want, and who would you want your opponent to be? Dream match. Uh, Well, unfortunately, the man who I did want my dream match with has passed away, but I did get to work with him a little bit. Uh, Road Warrior Hawk would have been a guy I would like to lock up with. I did yeah. have my other dream match already, though, and I did uh, I did take on my trainer, mentor, and friend Dan to be severed. Uh, we oh, we yes. worked a I'm show. I'm very familiar with him. Yes, we worked a show in uh, Connecticut for Gladiator Championship Wrestling, and come to find out, mm-hmm. the ring we were in is actually owned by Paul Roma. <laughs> Small world. Oh wow! Yeah, so but that that was one of my. Uh, one of my uh, dream matches. I always took a liking to him, uh, you know. And I, I wish the match could have been better, but we we didn't have that much of a, a long time limit. It's a bunch of matches going on, and I was you know it was an independent show, but I, I would have liked it to be on the on the big stage. I actually you know, especially went in his my, oh yeah, my family and I, my husband and my son and I, we actually got to go to Nashville in September of two thousand and. 13 to see uh, traditional championship wrestling. They opened for the Tennessee State Fair. And uh, Dan Severn was actually in attendance at that show. We got to meet him, and he actually faced Wardell Walker at that show that night oh, yeah. um, for TCW. Yeah, he actually got uh-huh. to wrestle against Wardell Walker. And uh, he, he was a very, very nice man. I really enjoyed getting to meet him and getting to talk to him, and he was really. He, it, it was really kind of funny because after the show that night at the fairgrounds, a bunch of the wrestlers and a bunch of us went to Waffle House to get something to eat. And my family and I are walking in the door, and he's walking out the door, and he's like throws his arms up in there. He says, Granny, we got to stop meeting like this. People are going to start talking. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was kind of funny. You know, but but um, I, I love TCW back in the day, traditional championship wrestling. I mean, I they still show the old reruns, and I still, even to this day, I hate still have people come up and ask me, "Hey, aren't you that lady on TCW? Aren't you Granny?" You know. I mean, I've had my own little gimmick name for quite some time. So I love being the fan. I love making it fun for the fans and for, and I love interacting with the wrestlers. I'm. I mean, I've I've had dinner with Tommy, Tommy Dreamer that night. We had dinner with Tommy Dreamer that night at Waffle House. That was quite an honor, you know, getting to hang out with Tommy. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I've, you know, met him on many occasions. And the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky and Robert. I mean, today's actually Robert Gibson's birthday. Happy birthday, Robert Gibson. Oh, he was, wow. He's my favorite. He's my favorite rock and roll guy, so... 
I actually, I actually, my husband and I, um, Ricky and Robert, were in Alma, Arkansas. I live in Arkansas, and they were doing a special autograph signing to raise money for service dogs for veterans. And um, and that was in 2019, and that was actually on Ricky Morton's birthday, the day they did that autograph signing. And Robert put his WWE Hall of Fame ring on my finger for the picture. I didn't even ask if I wow. could wear it. He just put it on my finger. So Granny yeah. was very – I felt like I was an honorary WWE Hall of Famer for, for you know, 15 <laughs> minutes that day. <laughs> wow, that's something. Uh, the Blitz one, Brett Myers, I guess, here. we got about 31 minutes. So, uh, you know, uh, I know you want you want to keep kayfabe. We'll do that. But I just want to kind of ask a few questions, kind of pull down, pull back the curtain just a little bit, a little bit, not too much. But uh, so you uh, you uh, go to your first uh, WWE show to work, and uh, you're backstage. What uh, what time do what uh, is your call time? What time do you have to be in the building by? Usually about 11 a.m., maybe 1 p.m. at the latest. And the show usually starts at what, eight o'clock? Yeah, sometimes a little sooner. Uh, you know, you just kind of hang tight in the locker room or catering room, get something to eat, just be prepared. You know, have a few different outfits. You know, whether it be street clothes, ring gear, just be ready for anything. Might even have to dress like a clown. You just never know, and that's okay with me because I like that. It's, it's entertainment as well, professional wrestling. So I like to be prepared for every and anything. So, uh, so now when you're uh, when you're backstage, uh, uh, if you get there, uh, do you uh, are, are you watching guys come in the building? Who was the first person that uh, you met when you were backstage? Uh, well, I don't even remember offhand. They were all kind of together, really. It wasn't like anybody single first, to my knowledge. I, I believe. I recall correctly, and it's all kind of a blend now, but I, I think uh, around that time, I remember sitting at a table. Actually, the first table I sat at was uh, A.J. Lee. I didn't even realize it was her. She had glasses on and was looking down, and then CM Punk came and sat at that table. And uh, who, what was that diva's name? Uh, Eve Torres. She was, they were all sitting at a table that I was at, and I felt a little out of place at first. I'm in my ring gear because they were having us do a practice match during the day, and I'm in my ring gear, brand-new gear I never put on before, and I walk across the catering room, and the whole room just stopped and looked, like, who is this guy, you know? <laughs> and I'm, uh, you know what? But I was confident. Uh, nobody insulted me. Nobody gave me a hard time. Uh, they were accepting of me being there, trying to do my thing. And, uh, you know, but... Uh, so so you... So you are, when you are backstage, so you are able to interact with the wrestlers then, or is it off limits? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of guys that are on a full-time contract have their own individual locker room or a group locker room. And the on-call talent, the extra talent pretty much has their own little locker room. But in passing, in the hallways and catering room, everybody's pretty much together. Uh, well, you know, I've heard a lot about, uh, you know, WWE catering. I'm going to ask you a little bit about that because, uh, you know, I uh, – <laughs> One summer, I interned with the uh, the Golf Channel, and I know that uh, with the Golf Channel, they're catering. If you want, uh, uh, if you want a bowl of cereal, they say, uh, "What do you want?" And you can choose between twenty four different bowls of uh, uh, cereal. Uh, what is WWE catering like? Kind of give us the skinny on that. 
it, it's like that. I mean, got every brand cereal, every type of milk, every type of Red Bull, Coke, Pepsi, you, uh, every type of vegetable, fruits, uh, every kind of meat. I mean, it's just uh, a lot of overindulging. They got a lot of a lot a lot of good food, a lot of good healthy food. They like a lot of junk food too, but mostly the guys who are like setting up the ring and stuff like that eat the junk food because they open that catering to everybody, not just talent. It's open to everybody from custodian to medical staff to security to to wrestlers. It's that's it, one generous thing that they do. You know, they they keep it open for everybody, and it's not like they just put it out there and when it's gone, it's gone. They leave it out there all day, and they keep pouring more and more on. Now, uh, do they uh, do they uh... So they basically don't limit uh, what people can take, right? So if you want to go oh, and no, 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 no. have like twelve hot dogs, you grab twelve hot dogs. I you, I wouldn't suggest it, especially if you have a chance to maybe be out in the ring or involved somehow in the action. But obviously, you know, you don't want to do that. But you you, you could. They wouldn't stop you. Um, there's there's a lot of eating. They want the guys to eat big and and, and be big. So of course they're going to throw it out there. You know, unlimited. I, I, I've seen guys you know leave with. Uh, styrofoam takeout boxes and stuff like that so um you know they're, they're very generous like i say with that kind of thing it's awesome experience they, they take real good care of the talent and everybody else around uh the blister one brett myers is our guest here we got about uh 26 minutes here well i'll tell you what we've uh we've kind of covered some of the stuff in the past but now you got some uh, big stuff uh on the horizon let's uh let's start talking about that go ahead what uh tell us the big stuff you got coming up for yourself um, I, I, uh, you know, as far as WWE, I, I've been in communication with them. They do say that, uh, it, as they get the green light, they will be in contact with me again and let me know about some booking dates and opportunities. So I'll just say that much as far as they go. Uh, I am in the gist of trying to arrange one more mixed martial arts bout. Uh, I am talking to some promoters about that and get, trying to get something set up. So it looks like a go, but I cannot release any dates or anything like that at this time. Um, and then I, I, I have some other things in the works too. I, I can't let out too much detail at this moment. I, I, I am working on some uh, TV deals out of Florida as well, uh, as far as professional wrestling. So uh, just uh, I got you know my hands full right now. I got I got a few things going on that are not quite yet in stone, but uh, it's working its way there. All right. Uh, the Ballistic Ones are guests here. We have uh, uh, 25 minutes here. Uh, and uh, we're going to take a, a brief time out here. Uh, for our regular okay. listeners of the show, you know that uh, we do have a contest going on. So uh, starting from the end of this week's show to the beginning of next week's show, if you go to our Off Rose page on Facebook, and if you give us a like, uh, and you give us a good review, uh, you're automatically uh, uh, el- uh, eligible to win a autograph from uh, either this week's guest or a past guest. Or if you say something nice about the icon, I might even let you pick who you get an autograph from. And uh, uh, I know the Ballistic One, he's going to send us a few for giveaways, if that would be all right. Absolutely. Awesome. So now I'm kind of curious. Now being being backstage, you know, uh, with the WWE, uh, you know, uh, and I know I'm sure you get tired of these questions, but uh, these are fan questions that are coming in because our our chat room is like blowing up right now with uh, with you on the on the show. Uh, one fan asked, uh, when you're backstage, did you uh, get to see the big show? 
<laughs> yes, several times, uh, especially about around 2012, 2013, stuff like that. I've seen him quite a few times. Uh, yeah, that guy could eat too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I did. Uh, uh, he's a pretty laid back guy. Now, I, I, uh, are you willing to answer some of these fan questions or no? Sure. And uh, and I'll understand if you don't want to ask them. I'm just going to ask. Uh, I'm just going to ask whether they come in. Um, uh, when you were backstage at WWE, was there anybody uh, whose personality you were surprised that was a complete 360 from what they appear on TV? Uh, I'd say uh, Dean Ambrose, which is what known now as uh, John Moxley. He he's pretty wild on TV, but he was pretty mild mannered when I seen him in the dressing room. Of course, uh, I was actually a guest of Nick Bockwinkel. Uh, a friend of him, God rest his soul, but uh, he had brought me back there, I think, around 2014. And the first guy him and I ran into outside of Pat Patterson was Dean Ambrose. And Dean Ambrose pointed us to an elevator where there was a little secret catering room separate from the actual catering room uh, upstairs. And uh, we sat up there. I think it was Alicia Fox, Dean Ambrose, Pat Patterson, uh, Bachwinkle, myself, and a promoter by the name of Bill Brown from the independent circuit, um, who is in relation to me. Um, so just, uh, that was a great experience cause he was super, super polite, uh, opening the elevator for us, showing us around and that kind of thing. Did you ever get to meet any of the McMahon? Yes. Uh, Vince and passing two or three times, uh, maybe more than that, uh, high and by kind of thing. Always polite to me. Uh, Shane, well, I think maybe once in Las Vegas, he said hi briefly, and that was it. But they're usually pretty busy and doing their own thing. So when, uh, so when you uh, when you met Mr. McMahon, you say, "God darn, pal, how did you get back here? What are you doing here?" No, no, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. Very, very welcoming. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, I, uh, one of the times uh, with. Uh, Ronda Rousey, he was orchestrating some stuff during the day, but I won't get into detail or anything like that. But uh, he was, you know, leading leading the uh, rehearsals and stuff like that we had during the day. But uh, I wouldn't even really call the rehearsal because it was no joke. <laughs> uh, how, how, many, uh, how many times have you been backstage at the WWE? Oh, whew. Uh, uh, several times because I uh, a few a few times I was brought back as a guest, and then the the other times it was a minimum of two to four times a year, uh, as you know on call extra talent and stuff like that. So yeah, I, a minimum of, of two times a year since no, 2012. Uh, you know, I mean, now, you know, with, uh, you know, we have, you know, of course, the, the WWE, which is referred to as the big dance in the wrestling business, and they have AEW, mm-hmm. which, of course, is an upcoming brand, uh, and, uh, you know, Ring of Honor, but uh, would you, if you had the opportunity to go to uh, AEW, then, uh, and they wanted to sign you a full-time deal, is that something you want to do, or do you want to stay with the WWE? Uh, to be honest, I, mean, I would be appreciative of it, but I don't think I would jump on it. Call me crazy, but I don't think I would because I, I lean more towards the WWE. I've been loyal to them, even though I've only been on an on-call basis. I'm still very loyal to them. 
and uh, I can see a future with them. Uh, AEW, I don't. I don't see it lasting very long. I see it being a big thing for a while, and then fizzle out like WCW or ECW. Unfortunately, that's what I see. I hate to be negative, but that's what I see in the future. Well, you know, I, I I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, so now, being uh, being backstage in WWE and then uh, your appearance, uh, you know, I understand if you can't answer this, but this uh, fans want to know: uh, Do you? Uh, do you get uh, signed to a short-term contract uh, when you're backstage and on TV with them, or do they sign you like a certain uh, like for a year and then they just call you back when needed? No, I mean it's just you get booked as you go, as you're needed. You know they'll send me an email two to four weeks in advance. A couple times they sent me an email three days in advance uh, when they needed someone last minute. Uh, but usually it's uh, you know. Well, advance notice, it's a booking, professional booking email. Uh, they don't really call us all, you know, agreement through email and tell you what cities they they, they are inviting you to and what they're offering you and what, what, uh, uh, what they want you to do and that kind of thing. And But, uh, no, I, no, 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 I wouldn't really say contractual agreement, um, just more of a... More of a booking. You could either accept or decline. <laughs> uh, the ballistic one, Brett Fish, I guess, too. We got about 18 minutes. This has been an awesome interview. Uh, I wish it could. I, I wish it could last longer. But uh, what uh, what has been uh, your most uh, favorite, uh, interesting experience uh, being backstage with the WWE? Like, uh, uh, did you uh, like? Uh, run into uh like a hero of yours that you weren't expecting to see there uh uh take kind of take us through that a little bit uh, i wouldn't say that exactly i would say well number one being a guest of nick bach was huge in my book and probably huge to almost anybody on this planet um you know that, that was a really big deal i'm super flattered uh, i'll always remember that and you know uh, then to have that you know, Ronda Rousey spots were huge. I mean, I always watched her in the UFC. I always liked what she done in, in both the UFC and WWE. And to be put in a position where where I'm involved with her to do anything was just you know, amazing. And uh, those are those are things that I will always remember. Well, you know, I can't believe a fan said this. Is not coming from me. This is coming from a fan, but. Uh, in a mixed martial arts match, who would win between uh, the Ballistic One and Ronda Rousey? Ooh, you know, I don't believe in hitting <laughs> women, so I think she would get the upper hand again. That would be the third time, <laughs> and I would be the it would be the strike, not the charm. <laughs> yes. Uh, what, uh, what, it, what if she had one hand tied <clears throat> behind her back? <laughs> I think she'd still get me. And not only because of who she is and what she could do, I just I won't hit a woman. <laughs> I won't hit a woman. Well, you know, I will say one thing about Ronda Rousey. I mean, yes, she is a woman, but I mean, she's not your typical woman. I mean, she's just like oh uh, no, you know, not by any means. No, I, but you know, uh, I, you know, what, I, I take a bullet for, you know, at least once. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I, when I was sent out there as a referee, sent out there as a bodyguard type of role, I uh, I was instructed to attempt to restrain Rowdy 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 Ronda Rousey, not to 
strike her in any way. And that worked out perfect with me because I really don't want to. <laughs> uh, now, when you're backstage at WWE, uh, are, are you allowed to uh, basically uh, talk to any wrestler you see? Uh, are you allowed to get autographs, or is that basically a... No, I, I would... For, I'm, professional. I wouldn't ask for an autograph to begin with, even if I was allowed to. Uh, nobody really does that. We're all we're all professional wrestlers, whether they're under contract and I'm on call or vice versa. Uh, an autograph was, you know, I, there's two different mentalities. No pun intended, but there's two different mentalities. If you're a professional wrestler, we're all fans. But as a professional wrestler, you're a fan to a degree. Uh, same thing with mixed martial arts to a degree, and it's a different mentality than someone who is not a talent. A lot, a lot of talent today, I hate to say this, but a lot of talent today probably don't belong in the, in the business because they have too much of a fan mentality. I I, I have a, uh, you know, a professional, you know, uh, mentality and carry myself well, I believe, and been told uh, by credible sources. So, um, with that being said, when I go back there, I'm, I'm not pestering anybody for autographs. I'm not asking them a gazillion questions. I just, you know, hi and bye. Uh, I had a little conversation with Brock Lesnar one time. He sat down and asked me who, who had trained me most recently and that kind of thing. and talked about Dan Severn. I remember him telling me, hey, you know, good shit. You're training with uh, Dan to be Severn. You know, just little brief conversations like that. Keep it to a minimum because everybody's there has a job to do, and you don't want to be tying everybody up, pestering them about nonsense. You know, everybody's there for business, and you got to keep it that way. Otherwise, they might end up escorting you out with security. <laughs> uh, we have uh, one of our guests here. we got about 15 minutes. Uh, Granny, uh, I just need you to fill in for a little bit. If you want to ask a few more questions, go ahead. Okay. Well, I just, you know, I, I've had, I, you know, because I love the independent, you know, show, independent wrestling shows. And a lot of my independent wrestling friends, especially whenever they were in Oklahoma, you know, Oklahoma City, Tulsa area, a lot of my independent wrestling friends got to be extras on WWE. I mean, I know one time they were doing this big party type thing, and one of my independent wrestling buddies, he was like the DJ guy. And, I mean, I got to see a lot of my independent wrestling friends, you know, on that particular episode of WWE. And, one particular independent wrestling friend of mine, his name is Barrett Brown. He's from Texas. And he has actually appeared, actually, not only, you know, as extras on WWE, but he actually got to wrestle in a tag team match on WWE, um, you know, like in a, a match on TV, which I was excited for him. I, I know there was an episode where he got thrown over a table back in the back by Braun Strowman. <laughs> he got thrown <laughs> onto one of the catering tables. And and then um, one year during the WWE Hall of Fame, he actually got to be part. He came out when the Dudley Boys were out there, and he was trying to tell them, hey, you know, your time's up. You know, it's time to move on. we got to get on to the next. And they put Barrett through a, through a table. <laughs> <laughs> the Dudley Boys put my friend Barrett Brown through a table. <laughs> So, wow. you know, I, 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 I've been to one WWE show in my life, you know, my fam- my husband, my son, we got to go to Tulsa to, to be okay to a WWE show one time about three or four years ago. And 
we actually had good seats. You know, it was a lot of fun to watch. I, you know, I haven't been able to go to one since, but I'm hoping to get to go back to one eventually because I love wrestling. I mean, I just, I love, but that's what I love about the independent shows is because I get to interact with the wrestlers. Now, like I said, when TCW ran, we had a lot of big name people there, you know, at TCW, you know. I mean, I've met a lot of great people over the years. Um, beautiful Bobby Eaton. I'm friends with him. Trevor Murdoch. You know, I'm personal friends with him. And I, I love, I love my wrestling. I, I really do. So, um, so share with us. Just, um, I'm trying to think of a really good question because every, you know, you've touched on so many great stories and great you know, answers to questions and everything that other fans have asked. I'm just trying to think of a really good question just that I could ask that hasn't already been asked. So, but I think everything's been asked that I could think of. But um, what, is your, what is your just favorite favorite thing about being in the business? I mean, I know you've been around in the business a long time, so what's your – What's your most enjoyable favorite thing about being able to be in the business like this, getting to do what you love, what you have of such a great passion for? Oh, you know, well, I do love making money. <laughs> That's number one. And number two, or flopping flop around, number one or two, <laughs> the, the fans. I love interacting with the fans. I'm, I'm kind of uh, labeled, so to speak, uh, as the one they love to hate. So I love the fan interaction. I love making quick money. I love the traveling. Well, sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I I love it because it's different than any other sport. Basketball, baseball, golf, all those things are, are boring in comparison to professional wrestling, in my opinion. Uh, no pun intended. Oh, yeah. Professional oh, wrestling yeah. uh, it, it is so many different things happening in, within seconds, whereas, you know, other sports is not always exciting. We don't have seasons. We don't wear shoulder pads. We don't wear, well, a lot of guys are wearing kick pads for some reason these days. I don't know why, but, hey, that's another subject for another time. But uh, we, we don't wear helmets. We don't wear pads, cleats. We don't have water bottles, timeouts. It's the real deal all the way through. Yep, yep. Well, so, I, would love, I would love, I help with an independent show here in Arkansas called Down South Championship Wrestling. I need to get you in touch with our promoter. I would love to get you to Arkansas <laughs> for a Down South Championship Wrestling show. <laughs> that would be awesome. I had wrestled in Arkansas maybe a few years ago. I can't remember the name of the promotion. I was down there once. Uh, yeah, and uh, Missouri as well. Where at, and do you remember where at in Arkansas you wrestled? I want to say it was called Springs, something or another, something Springs. Hot Springs. Hot that could have been it. It sounds like it's it, but I'm not sure. Uh, but I, and I've wrestled near there too, on other areas, uh, Missouri, up to southwestern Illinois, St. Louis, mm-hmm. Kansas, all them areas. Well, I got Granny's got to get you to Arkansas. I mean, I, I've got to work <laughs> on getting you to Arkansas. That'd be fun. Because <laughs> I tell you, I'm not afraid to. I'm not afraid to talk smack to the bad guys. I'm not. Af- I mean, I stand up to the best of them, and it, it's kind of funny because they tell me to. 
the bad guys that tell me to sit down and shut up before I break a hip, or they'll ask me, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home, Granny? And I told one resident one time to grab my keys out of my purse, and I doubled up my fist with my keys in my hand and almost hit the guy in the nose. Of course, he's one of my best friends ever. He's like family to me. Of course, all these guys, I'm not related to any of these guys, but they're all like my family to me. And I said, baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building. Yeah. And he ran off screaming, you know, so I yeah. love doing what I do. I, I love making it fun for the other fans. And I love interacting with the wrestlers. And it's just, um, it's a lot of fun. The, the, the ballistic ones are against here. we got about seven minutes. Uh, real quick here so we can do this, and I do appreciate you taking uh, taking the reins. I had a little issue with uh, Granny's favorite little puppy, but uh, if our fans want to check you out and see what you're doing, uh do you, do you got a Facebook, you got the Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe, a Zoom, a Skype? What do you got? Yes, uh, I'll run through that quickly. Uh, I do have a Facebook page under my legal name as well as my professional name. It's under Brent Brooks slash the BBM Ballistic Brent Myers. You can find me on there. You can even book me on there if you want to through private message. I also have an Instagram under crowdpleasers2525. Uh, I do have Cash App, PayPal, and all that kind of thing for any photo purchases, any uh, security deposits for bookings, any uh, merchandise that needs to be paid for, uh, any of that kind of thing. PayPal, Zelle, Cash App. Uh, I do have a uh, a YouTube channel, but I am working on it, so you may as well say that it's under construction. Um, but I, I do have numerous videos that you can find on the ballistic Brent Myers and so on across YouTube. So uh, I'm out there. Just uh, keep an eye out for the BBM ballistic Brent Myers, and you'll find me. Now, is there uh, is there any particular uh, thing on Facebook that I'm not on Facebook, but on like YouTube? That, uh, you're, that you're really proud of, that you want to have the fans gravitate towards? One more time, I'm sorry. Well, is there any is there anything on Facebook or uh, YouTube that you have uh, that you that you want fans to check out and gravitate towards? Uh, you, you know what? Uh, if you want to check check a couple things out here, I'll throw it out your way. Uh, you can look up uh, the Melissa Brent Myers versus Curry Adams. That was a recent show I'd done in Laredo, not too far from Mexico. Uh, that was a, a, a good independent show I did as this health crisis has subsided. I started getting some bookings pouring in, and that was one of them. Uh, and then, you know, right before the health crisis, I did that, uh, that big spot with uh, the King Gordon uh, cronies there uh, where I'm stomping on Daniel Bryan, and that's, that's uh, under WWE SmackDown. King Corbin's cronies attacked Daniel Bryan. You can find that on YouTube. All right. Now, uh, now you obviously because you've been on the you've been in, uh, on Monday Night Raw. Uh, do you uh, do you uh, like uh, have like a uh, a man cave with all uh, like like the tapes of the Monday Night Raw you're on stuff like that, or uh, is your ego not as big as mine? No, I actually don't have any of that stuff too much. I, I, I do have a little collection of VHS tapes from back in the day, but uh, as far as any more updated stuff, I don't have a whole whole lot of uh, videos. Uh, just what's out there on YouTube and, and photos. Okay. Uh, that, that's kind of awesome, but, uh, you know, I, I kind of, you know, 
now, this, I guess this is where you and I uh, and me and a lot of other people differ. It's like, okay, like here's here. This is this is this is me, and I know you don't care, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, here, this would be me. It's like, okay, if I'm on if I'm on a Monday Night Raw episode, it's like, okay, so here's the outfit I wore. Here's the ticket from the event. Here's the program, and uh, here's the footage. You know, it's on this tape here. You know, just put it on the VCR over there. Uh, but you don't you don't have a, a a thing like that that you do. No, I mean, I guess maybe I'm more humble about it. I don't know. I I, I mean, I put it out there. I let people know what I've done, and you know, sometimes I'll re, I'll post the same thing in my in my feed. That way, new fans come on board. They see something that maybe. I haven't posted in a while. They can get wind of it. Um, but I don't really shove it down anyone's throat or anything like that. Um, you know, it, it just, if, if if I get the word out and they and they find it, that's great. Um, if not, you know, I, I'm not going to kind of jam it down anyone's throat. That's awesome. We have the ballistic one, Brett Myers. We have uh, about two minutes here. Uh you know, I'll tell you what, Brett, I want to thank you uh, for, uh, you know, taking time on your schedule. You're awesome. But uh, when you're uh, – the next time you're uh, about to go uh, on Monday Night Raw, I want you to stay in contact <clears throat> with me on Facebook and let us know. That way uh, we'll, we'll do something interesting. Uh, if uh, you're on in the uh, second hour of Raw, what we'll do is we'll tune in on the show, Granny, I, and Big Swing, and we'll do a watch-along We'll do audio commentary when we see you in the ring. That would be kind of um, cool. If I'm permitted to, I can. I can't promise that because a lot of times we are told ahead of time to stay off social media during the events, uh, especially no, no, bringing no, no, outside. No, 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 no. You wouldn't be on social media. We would be. And then uh, we'd, uh, we do uh, we Yes, but, but even if I on. even if I notify someone that I'm going to be doing this or that, that kind of frown upon that, I would have to get special permission to do that. But I do appreciate that. If I ever do get any kind of permission, then I will I will do so. But uh, to my knowledge, it's kind of frowned upon uh, letting anybody know any, any you know details ahead of time. Oh, okay. All right. See, I yep. guess that's where uh, the WWE and my ego would mesh because I I'd be telling everybody. <laughs> I, I'd be I'd be sending out I'd be sending out cards and letters a month in advance, and I, I'd be sending out uh, promo <laughs> pictures to all my enemies. Hey, I've made it. You have it. You know. <laughs> but uh, wow. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us, and uh, hopefully, if we didn't uh, ask too many questions, if we didn't scare you away too much, you'd be willing to come on with us again, uh, and you can be part of the Four Timers Club next time you come on. All right. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for Take being care, on. Bud. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. The ballistic one, Brett Myers, man. What what an awesome interview. Uh, like I say, this is the first time uh, uh, in the show history that we've had two guests on for an hour each. Uh, so uh, uh, we'll uh, we're just waiting for our, uh, our next guest here. Uh, and uh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, and she is tiny, tiny. Uh, so we'll just wait for her call, and uh, uh, we'll have some fun with it. Hey, Grant, what do you think of that guest? Was that was that awesome or what? Uh, he, that was awesome. I mean, I I remember him being on before. <laughs> I remember those episodes that he was referring to. You know, talking about Ronda Rousey and everything. I remember seeing him on those episodes of that. 
Yeah, well, I, I like I say, I, I let her kick my ass for nothing, uh, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't want to make her mad. I mean, you know. Um... All right. Just waiting for the call in here. Hopefully my computer is going to work for me. You know, um, one second here while I confirm with our guest here. Lots of things going on everywhere in the world and lots of things uh, coming up. And hopefully next week, you know, Big Swing will be back with us full time. I think, uh, you know, uh, I think it's the first time that uh, he hasn't been on with us for two weeks in a row, I think, isn't it? I think so. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's been times where he's had to have been doing double duty here and there where he's missed a few episodes with us. But All right, so I'm just waiting. We're always uh, glad to have Big Swing on with us when he can be here with us, so when he's not on temporary assignment somewhere. Well, you know, and, you know, I just, uh, you know, as long as we're waiting for a guest, you know, I just, uh, you know, I just love uh, doing the show every week. And it's amazing how the show has grown from where we started. And I know fans are tired of me talking about it, but it's amazing how we've grown uh, from where we started, our humble beginnings to where we are now and where we're going. Uh, we're going to be mm-hmm. going live on a, uh, another radio station here in a couple weeks, and we'll talk about that <clears> the week before so. That's that's gonna be awesome. So, and we're gonna have be exciting. Uh, mix, there'll be new mixtures with our theme song, and we're gonna have some more liners and some uh, uh, basically bringing some attitude uh, to this radio station to help them out. So. Bring some attitude to the Attitude Era live. <laughs> there you go. Gotta have a little attitude now and then. Makes it more exciting. So I'm waiting for a 727 number to pop up on the board. So, you've got a big weekend coming up, Icon. Why don't you share what you're going to be doing this weekend? Well, uh, this weekend I'm uh, taking my uh, my lovely uh, bride-to-be to uh, see the Minnesota Twins play against the uh, Los Angeles Angels, uh, hooking up with uh, one of the comedians that's going to be uh, at the Icon Roast, uh, Dick Jonkowski, who's been a guest on our show. Uh, and uh, take uh, we're going to go to the Mall of America and uh, meet with uh, the gal that's going to be doing our wedding. Uh, so, um, yeah, and probably hit a comedy club. Uh, at the mall. Um, I wanted to share something really exciting too, really quick icon. Um, some really good friends of mine here that live here in Springdale, their son graduated from Harbor High in Springdale back in 2016. And when he was in college, he was a baseball pitcher for Oral Roberts. And he actually, oh, and I Roberts. saw this, and I actually saw this the other day. 
And he, he, he's played for a couple of different colleges, you know, throughout his baseball career. But he actually signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers the other day. His name is Adam really? Scoggins. So I'm giving a big shout-out to my good friend, Adam, and his mom and dad, Dwayne, and Tammy Scoggins. I know you all are very, very proud of him and his all of his accomplishments. But he is going to be heading to Arizona for um, his training and everything. But he signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers the other day. Well, you know, being a being a uh, being a fan of NDSU and we play Oral Roberts, and I've seen Oral Roberts play baseball. I know I know who you're talking about. I've seen him play. So he's a pitcher. All right, our guest is on, um, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce. Okay, you. we're going to have some fun with the uh, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is the most beautiful entertainer that we have ever had on this show. And, you know, uh, her name does not uh, say anything about the fact that she is from Texas because everything is bigger in Texas. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Tylee uh, Tiny. Hey, this is Tylee Texas. Uh, you're listening to the Attitude Air live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and the granny hookster. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? Uh, good. You, you, you seem a little nervous because you're talking to the icon. Is is there any truth to that? Yeah, that's true. This All is right. my well, first what, what, time what? doing a voice. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll 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 have some fun with you. Uh, we'll uh, you know we'll keep it as cool as possible. Uh, by the time uh, uh, by the time we're done with this interview in the next thirty minutes, you will we'll just we'll be like we're just like good old drinking buddies, you know. But you guys will be doing the drinking. I'll be doing the driving. Uh, so anyway, so how are you tonight? Good. Good. Uh, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do here. Let's let's kind of start out with this. Uh, how we do this? If you want to go ahead and give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll uh, have some fun uh, talking to Tylee Texas. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in Dallas, Texas. I started traveling uh, when I was 18, and I've just pretty much traveled the United States. I've done performing. Uh, I do a lot of wrestling. Yeah, I kind of, I've been listening for the last uh, hour or so. It's been pretty good. I'm going to pop in a little bit if I can, but by all means, continue. I just want to let you know you guys are doing a great job. Okay. Okay, great. yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, I didn't mean to have him interrupt you, so go ahead. Continue with what you were talking about. Uh, Yeah, I, I was in gymnastics. I've been doing acro yoga. I just always been doing performing since I was like 10 years old. I've always been in dance and so it's always been my passion just being in front of people and making people smile. And uh you uh you do uh, do a lot of stuff in uh in, in adult entertainment too, correct? Yeah. Fetish, and modeling. It- uh, uh, okay, so you you do modeling and 
Now, uh, you uh, have you uh, won uh, any awards uh, in your uh, in your field? Yeah, best new feature dancer, uh, best showgirl, uh, the IBMS, the International Bikini Model Search. I won second place. So, uh, and night moves. Uh, Tylee, Texas, our guest here. We got about uh, 32 minutes. Uh, when you uh, when you win these awards and you uh, you uh, you go uh, to uh, do you go to like different places where these contests are, or uh, do uh, you just hear about it and they, they invite you to award show? Kind of take us through that a little bit on how uh, these awards are given and how you win them. Well, some are open to the public, some are invitational. It just depends on which type. The ED, the Exotic Dancer Awards, is in Vegas, but because due to COVID, it got moved to Miami this year. And uh, they've been, like, the longest uh, Exotic Dancer Expo it's been around since like the 70s and they've just been giving out awards for best costume, best performer, uh a bunch of different things. Night Moves is more geared towards like porn awards, like directors and like porn stars, but uh they just started about 3 years ago doing Showgirls, which is exotic dancers. So Now you uh you uh, were a part of the Gentleman's Club Expo uh, uh, in May, were you not? Yeah, in Vegas. I mean, in Miami. Yeah. And uh, you, you want you, uh, you did uh, win an award there or two. What, what, what were you? Uh, what did you walk away with? Uh, best new feature entertainer. Now, when you when you win these awards, is it like do you get like a plaque or a certificate? Uh, yeah, or, you get a certificate and a trophy, and then they had a ten thousand dollar bikini contest, which I entered but I didn't win. But usually they give away uh, like two hundred dollars for to participating, and I won wow. fourth place. So, so, uh, so ten thousand dollars now. Uh, now, do you have to? Uh, when you're doing these, uh, do you have to like make your own? Uh, do you have to make your own uh, ba- uh, swimsuit, or uh, do uh, do like uh, like swimsuit designers say, uh, "Hey, we heard that you're going to be part of this. Uh, will you wear our bikini on stage?" Uh, kind of take us through that a little bit. How, how does that uh, happen? Or if it does or not. Yeah, there is sponsors. I mean, you can wear your own. A lot of girls try to be innovative and try different things because everybody wants to be different and stand out. And it's not really just about having the best body. It's really about having the best personality. You have to smile. But there is sponsors at the expo that will say, hey, we'll give you this if you wear a bikini. We'll give you five free bikinis if you, you know, support us. And there's lots of photographers and videographers there that are streaming and taking pictures. So it just Uh, kind of keeps their bikini on spotlight. We have uh, Tylee Texas as our guest here. Uh, We have about, uh, well, we have about 28 minutes here. Uh, 
Now, uh, we'll kind of do a little roundtable. Uh, I know she might not have very many questions, but uh, I just need to take it for a little bit, Granny. I got a little issue here. Uh, go ahead, Granny. What do you got for our guest? We have Tylee Texas. Go ahead. Well, thank you for being on our show tonight. It's a pleasure to have you with us. What is your favorite thing about what made you decide you wanted to become a dancer or an entertainer? I mean, did you have somebody that you looked up to? Is there somebody that mentored you to get into that career? What made you decide you wanted to, like, this is what I really want to do is I, I want to dance? Well, I've always been in dance and gymnastics my whole life, so I've always been a performer and cheerleading, so it's just always been my passion, making others smile, but my best friend, she was uh, two months older than me, and we used to watch music videos when our parents would go to sleep and stay the night at each other's house, we would always see, like, uncut videos and see strippers dancing and we would always practice like since we were like 15 or 16 and there was like a local strip club that was an hour away and she's like I'm going to go try amateur night but at the time I was 17 and so she went and tried and then she called me two days later and it's like oh my god uh, I let me come over I have to show you something and so she came over and she had made $2,800 dancing doing amateur night and she just poured out the money and she's like oh my gosh you have to try when you're 18 and I was like holy wow. fuck that's a lot of money <laughs> wow that is a lot of money now, did I did I hear you say you were a wrestler, too? You've done wrestling as well? Yeah, that's why I sound a little tired. I was training with Annie Hart. I don't know if you're familiar with the Hearts, but uh, definitely, oh, yeah. Bret Hart's definitely. niece. She oh, yeah. Close to me, For sure. So. For sure. That's awesome. So. But, yeah, I do fetish wrestling, I do real wrestling, and uh, I've just been close with the hearts for a few years now, about, like, five years, and I just, I've been on Major League Wrestling, and I know that you heard that Harry Smith, he just signed with WWE, Mm -hmm, and, like, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, yeah, I just, I just, it's always, uh, what? SharpshooterFunding.com is a sponsor of ours, and of course, that's mm-hmm. uh, owned by Brett the Hitman Hart. Yep. Uh, well, that's cool. And my my so, husband and my son and I, we actually got to meet Harry Smith. Um, oh, probably a year or so ago, before COVID hit, when at an independent wrestling show down in Maumel, Arkansas. Really nice guy. It was a pleasure to really get to watch him wrestle and get to meet him. Yeah, uh, it was like, I was going to say six months ago, uh, Natty and Tyson and Harry and Teddy, uh, they were all wrestling, just training, and Alexis Bliss, and I was just uh, watching and stuff because the training center is here in Tampa, so I I like to mm-hmm. go like once a month. That's uh, awesome. Okay, now now let's circle back to that. Now you said you were watching uh, with you you were sitting with Alexa Bliss watching this stuff going on. 
Well, she was that fight for WrestleMania with her and Natty. They were practicing for it, the WrestleMania. So I was watching them go back, that, and you, I forgot. Go ahead. What? Because our, our there was somebody else's that's training there too, but I forgot their name. Because our co-host uh, is uh, is in love with Alyssa Bliss and wants to marry her, you know. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, uh, he uh, he said that uh, you know because you know Alexa Bliss, you know I know she's she's got a pet pig, you know uh, she's yeah. you know, she's into animal rights and everything. Uh, I uh, big swing. Our co-host said that. Uh, uh, he wouldn't kick Alexa Bliss out of uh, out of bed for uh, bringing the ham to the bed, you know. So that's one what. Thing. Uh, so now, uh, so you mentioned that you, you're just starting training. How long have you been training? Well, I didn't just start, but uh, that's what I said. It's just I've been familiar in the wrestling scene, and I've been on Major League Wrestling. I was like uh, the the New Heart Foundation. Like whenever Brian Pillman, before he got signed to AW, and Harry and Teddy were on there, then I was on the show. Like Brian was fighting over me and stuff. So I like kind of like I was in Dallas and I was performing. I was dancing at a local strip club, a Baby Dolls Dallas, and they all came in. And the director saw me, and he was like, oh, my gosh, you have a, a talent. You're not just a dancer, but you are, like, just you have so much strength. And then uh, he's like, if you can come to the hotel that we're filming at, if you can be there at 9 o'clock tomorrow, then I will put you on our show, and you can start working with Major League Wrestling. And I was like, okay. I was like, he's like, we never do this, and we, it's not – like, we're, we don't like to associate with, like, adults, so that's why I'm just careful. But uh, he was like, you are special. And then I showed up, and everybody was shocked. Everybody was like, uh, Selena Del Rento was like, I did not think you were going to show up. I had, I did not think you would. I was seriously, like, mo- anybody would be like, no, 9 o'clock in the morning after working all night. But he was like, I'm so impressed that you showed up, it shows that you have drive. And then I, I went to Chicago with them, and I went to L.A. and New York, and, like, I just started filming with them on the show, and that's how it started. And then I started, like, being friends with Harry and Teddy, and then they just introduced me to Annie and then, uh, like, his whole family. So... You know, you've had a lot of highlights uh, in your career to this point, but you got to admit, though, uh, that uh, being uh, being friends with the icon has got to be one of your top accomplishments, right? Um, I think being me is my top a- accomplishment. <laughs> and, like, uh, one of the, a huge director told me, he said, there's no way you're going to make it. And I said, why? He said, you can't be in the wrestling industry. You can't be in the adult industry. You can't be in the modeling industry. You're spreading yourself thin. You have to choose one because they don't mix with each other. You can't do it. It's not possible. And I said, okay, watch me. And this was about, like, two years ago, and I saw him again and he was like oh my gosh you actually did it you're doing it you're being in all industries whatever you want to do you're conquering so i think that there's not you can't name anybody else that is in all the industries because it's frowned upon 
to be mixing and being in like all these different industries, but I'm going to be me at the end of the day. I don't care what people say. If they don't like me, then they can go somewhere else. Well, see now, see, I, I like how you said that. See now, here's the deal. Now, uh, in my experience, you know, if someone said that to me, saying that you can't do this, did we lose you, Icon? Uh, okay, I. Oh, where did you go, Icon? Hopefully, he will be back shortly here with us. Maybe his phone uh, died. Yeah, I, I, I no, there he is. We have a. Yeah, we have a we have a we have a storm here and it's messing up with our cell signal. But uh, what I was going to say is like when this guy told you that you can't do this, you can't do this. See now, here's what I would do if someone said that to me, I'd say we'll see, we'll see. You you come see me in six months, we'll see. I'll make you eat your words. You did that, right? Yeah, because he said that, you know, being in porn industry or being a fetish, like being in the adult industry is majorly frowned upon, especially in wrestling. They're G-rated because they want to be, you know, role models for kids. So you just have to be careful what you do. But I haven't done anything that's over the top. So, you know, with with that being said, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, it is G-rated, but uh, did, he, did he never hear about the Attitude Era, uh, the Attitude Era and what they did back in the Attitude days? You know, I mean, we're, I mean, we're, we were talking about having stripper matches and brawn panties matches and gravy bowl <laughs> matches and pillow fights like that. Uh, you know, you know, I know they don't do that anymore, but let me ask you this, if, uh, you had the opportunity to do something like that, uh, that would not be out of your wheelhouse, right? Yeah, I would like that. I've had a few people suggest and saying that they wanted to do that, but it's just with COVID, everything has been put on hold. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll we'll kind of touch on that a little bit. Uh, We won't spend too much time on it because, uh, you know, we know it sucks. But uh, we have Tyler Texas, our guest here. we got 18 minutes. Uh, how, how did COVID affect your career? Uh, did you have to, did you lose a lot of dates that are going to get rescheduled? Did you have to blank your calendar out to a certain point? Uh, or kind of tell us, uh, how it affected you. Yeah, well, uh, it affected me because, uh, like I was talking to Ron with Hogan's Beat Shop. And he said, we want you to be an Instagram model. You know, you can wear clothing and you can be sponsored. We'll pay you such and such dollars. And I had a bunch of modeling opportunities in the Tampa area. So I was like, oh, there's lots of opportunities. And uh, I just had like a lot of jobs being offered to me, which I was still working in Dallas. But it's just like everybody in the entertainment industry is moving from L.A., to Florida or like you know Georgia especially now with COVID like everybody's moving to Tampa and Tampa's just been like a big entertainment booming industry and so I moved to Florida St. Petersburg and then uh, I 
was like, I'm just going to go see my family because I never wanted to leave Dallas. I love Texas. I love the food. I love everything about Texas. I'm a true Texas girl. Like, I, I miss the food every day. But So I was like, oh, I'll just go back and forth and visit my family and do what I have to do, you know, twice a month. And then COVID hit. And I, they were like, you can't get on a plane, you can't do this. Plus, I'm an entertainer, a traveling entertainer. So we travel to different states and different cities. So it just impacted me. But at the same time, it made me, like, get to know myself better. And it made me cherish, like, the little things. And, like, I have a gym that's close by me, and I met a bunch of good people, and I just was training and it helped me just get better because everybody else was just on lockdown and I was just still training. And and I started performing, even though that COVID was going on, I was just performing in Florida. But it just mainly affected me that I couldn't see my family or go back to Texas. And, uh, you know, one thing, uh, Tylee, is, uh, you know, and this is a kind of a compliment to you, uh, you know, because I, I I made a cool collector's card for you. I sent it to you on uh, on uh, Messenger there. But you know, your smile is so intoxicating. Has anybody ever told you that? Thank you. Yeah, I've heard that I have magnetic energy. That when I go in a room, people just shift to me because I have just a a light about me, and I just smile and I bring so much positive energy in the room. And uh, you know, you uh, uh, you know, you're. So you do the you do the wrestling training at night, and then uh, you dance later on at night, or do you dance in the afternoon and train at night? Uh, kind of take us through a, a typical day for you. Well, it just varies. I try to uh, work on different schedules. Like tomorrow, uh, I have to go see a costume designer, and I just it just depends on different days. I do different things like. One day I I train Lyra, and I usually do that at, like, four for two hours. And then on another day, like, Tuesday, I train silks and hammock, which is, like, the long things. And it just is, like, a core workout. It's not, like, you know, one thing. So, and I train for about two hours. Then on Sundays, I do acro, acro yoga, and then, uh, usually on, like, Mondays and Thursdays, that's when I do wrestling, like just training wrestling, doing different moves. And uh, I just do a bunch of different training, different stuff. And then uh, usually like Saturday I do fire spinning, which is like practicing like poi or staff or fire fans. So I just try – I do a bunch of different trainings for different things because as a performer – you always have to be practicing new skills, and you can't just quit practicing or, you know, working on your body because, you know, there's always somebody that wants to take your spot. And as a performer, you have to always try to be everywhere. So now uh, let's, let's kind of circle back to that a little bit. You know, you mentioned uh, fire spinning. So you uh, you you do a lot of uh, – uh, do you have, like, a, a set that you do with just fire? Yeah. And uh, so have, um, have you had any um, uh, any mishaps uh, working with fire? 
No, I haven't had any problems, but yeah, I have a scorpion show and a spear, and I'm going to do chains where, like, chains dangle, and I climb up the chains and do different flips, and then uh, I have a spear that I'm going to shoot out, and then I have, like, a dragon staff that I'm going to, that's going to be on fire, so. Now, uh, so you have, uh, uh, you have, uh, how, how many different set different sets do you do that, uh, that you have that you that you have in your shows like what costumes well or like, what you know, you fire sets i well yeah how many different how many different acts do you do you have uh i have like eight different acts and then each each act has a different costume right yeah and then each act uh has a different costume has a different uh now, do you have like uh, uh, certain music that you have for each one of these as well? Yeah, I have to make mixes. I have to get DJs to make mixes. What What is your What is your most popular one that you do that you you get a lot of crowd response from that you do? That's hard. I don't know because it just depends on what city I am because I usually go look at the crowd and then I try to base it depending on what it is. But I just, I love all of them, but uh, I think that probably the Star Wars one because there's a lot of Star Wars fans. That that's uh, and, So do you dress up like Princess Leia or what? Well, I have an Ewok costume, and it's furry, and it has the head and everything, and a lot of people like to pet it, and they're like, oh, you're so cute. So I come out in an Ewok costume, and then uh, through the part, like, two minutes in, I take off, and I'm Slave Leia, and then I have a whip and everything, and I have my hair in a braid, and I swing it around, and, like, uh, so it's not really Princess Leia, but it's, like, Slave Leia, and then I do, like, uh, I pour paint and water all over my body and everything, and I think that they really enjoy that. That's – well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle back to that in a second. I'm, I'm going to talk more about the paint here in a second. We have highly Texas, I guess, here. We have about 10 minutes. Uh, so now uh, we all know that uh, for us Star Wars uh, geeks like myself, everybody knows that the most famous Ewok was Wicked, of course. Uh, is, that's who you dress up as? Yeah. And now you mentioned, uh, Slave Leia. Is that, uh, that's the, the, the Leia costume where she was, uh, uh, held captive by Jabba the Hutt, correct? Yeah, that's why I said my hair's in a braid, a long braid, a ponytail braid, yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, if you ever need anybody to come be your Jabba the Hutt, I, I, I'm up for hire, you know, just in case, <laughs> I, I decided to throw that out there. Uh, now, now I'm kind of curious about this whole paint thing. You, you know, you mentioned you, you dumped all over your body. You're obviously not wearing clothes at this point. Uh, yeah. but, uh, now do, do you, uh, do you have like a pool that you stand in when you dump the paint on or, uh, cause I'm sure that a club owner wouldn't want you dumping paint all over their stage. Well, I lay a tarp down. So I lay a tarp, and then if, because I'm adding water, it's not that bad. And then I just take a little bit and pour it, and then I take a little bit more and pour it. I don't just dump it 
but like usually I'll get a rag and then just pour it on my boobs and squeeze and like you know just dance and rub around. So with, with the with the uh, with the paint, let, let's just call it a paint set, uh, for lack of a better term. I would guess that this would be the last show that you do because you obviously have to go clean off all the paint before you go. So it'd be hard to come back out after you after you painted yourself, correct? Yeah, I usually take a shower and then I go back out and talk to people. But yeah, I guess you would say that it's the grand finale. <laughs> And then when you're when you're doing your shows, uh, are, are guys coming up and give you? Uh, there are they coming up and tipping you, or uh, do they just wait for the show and then come up and tip you, or uh, uh, how how does that uh, how does that interaction work? Yeah, they usually come and tip me. There's a lot of guys that come and tip like twenty dollars, or some that tip a hundred. But like, yeah, there's a lot that tip one. Because I'm advertised for like a month in advance, so a lot of people are expecting me to drive hours away. So, like, people come and travel to see me. You know, I'll, I'll understand if you don't want to answer this next question, but, you know, you mentioned your friend uh, uh, showed you that she had got $2,700 on amateur night. What, what, is a, what is a good night for you when it comes to tips? Uh, uh, just like just getting tips on stage, I think like I made like uh, eighteen hundred. Wow, that's awesome. Now, uh, now, do you uh, you know you mentioned you uh, uh, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna circle back to wrestling too because uh, that's this is a wrestling show. But I'm just mesmerized by how beautiful you are. Uh, uh, and uh, you know, if you ever need a bodyguard, I can I can stop a bullet once. So I'll put that out there too. Uh, now, do you uh, uh, being uh, being uh, in, in your uh, in the uh, you know I guess you could say the adult attainment industry is there uh, is there a uh, a goal that you have like uh, like a certain uh, title that you want to win that you've been trying to and you just came up with a couple of places short? Uh, let us know that. Yeah, I guess uh, um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of awards are paid for, or just like I don't know. But uh, I mean, I would want to win like the feature entertainer of the year. But uh, I just want to be able to be myself, and I know that if I'm so good. Then I'll be able to do wrestling. I'll be able to perform. I mean, I don't really care about winning an award. To me, it's about making my fans happy and being who I can be and not having to change to win an award. I don't, to me, the award isn't that important. As long as everybody is happy and loving me for me, that's all that matters. Uh, Tyler Texas, our guest here. We got about uh, eight minutes, uh, and I don't know if we'll be able to go a little overtime tonight, but we we might do that because we have several other questions for you. But uh, you know, but how about this? You know, being in the rest, uh, we're going to circle back to wrestling. Uh, but wouldn't it be cool though? You know, you, you you talk about winning awards and titles, but wouldn't it be cool to become a champion for uh, a, a company that you work for? Wouldn't that be awesome to have a championship belt? 
Yeah, I won a championship belt at Bayside. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, a girl wrestling. Yep. But yeah, I would and, love to uh, win a belt. Uh, now let me ask you this, and I, I'll, I'll understand if you can't answer that. But you know, you know, let's say you you win a belt for a for a, a federation. Uh, now you would not be able to use said belt in any of your adult sets. Like uh, you know, you come out on stage wearing the belt, and then you <laughs> disrobe or whatever, and then you use the belt to cover up like certain parts and then reveal yourself. That that probably would not be uh, allowed, correct? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, Tylee Texas as our guest here. Uh, so uh, yeah, I was gonna so tell we, you that uh, Facebook said I couldn't be Tylee Te- or I couldn't put Texas on my thing, so that's why I put Tylee Tiny. Well, so. I'll tell you what. Well, we're we're gonna talk about Facebook here in a second because Facebook just pisses us off, and we're gonna talk about that in a second. <laughs> we're we're gonna circle back to that. But so we can do this. If our fans want to check out and see it, you got a Facebook, you got Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe, and OnlyFans, a uh, a meet and greet. What do you got? Yeah, I actually use that uh, poster that you sent me for uh, my Twitter background. So really, I have Twitter, I have Facebook, I have Instagram, I have HighlyTexas.com, I have Snapchat. I have everything. Uh, it's just all, Tylee, Texas. I mean, uh, any website you can look or whatever. I have OnlyFans. Uh, so but uh, my, my Snapchat is... Do you want me to tell you my Snapchat? Yes, yes. Okay, my Snapchat is the T-H-A-1, the number one, down in... 30, I made that when Snapchat first came out. And then I have another one. It's Tylee Texas. So Tylee Texas with an extra S. R341. Uh, well, you know, it's funny. I, I always spell Texas with the extra A, uh, S as well. Uh, we have uh, we have Tylee Texas, our guest here. So uh, they, Facebook wouldn't let you use your real name on uh, Facebook. Wow. See, here's the deal. Our, our show is called Attitude Era Live, but uh, our Facebook page is off the ropes. They won't let us use Attitude Era Live because they say it's either combative or offensive. Uh, uh, do, you have a, do you have an opinion on Facebook either way about uh, any disdain that you might have for them? Because if you do, we'd like you to share that with us. It's all about money because they use Facebook. If you want to be on there or have ads on there, then it's all about money. Like, if, if people are on there, they have to pay. That's the biggest thing. If you want to be on Facebook and they think you're making money or you're getting big, you can't get more famous than they'll let you. Because if you are generally getting followers and generally doing better, they want a pay cut. Right, so That's exactly. my biggest opinion because I've heard it from multiple people. I've heard it from people that work for Facebook. I've heard it from people through Instagram. I've heard it from people through TikTok. It's all about how much money you're willing to 
been because I know people that they were not able to do the stuff they were doing. Then they proved it to Facebook that they invested in their stocks, and then they were allowed to do more things. That's they want you to invest in their stocks, and then you can get away with more. Well, <laughs> well, that's uh, that's that's an interesting insight. I guess I I, ne- I never uh, I never realized that that's what that was. Uh, we're going to take a quick time out here. Um, we have uh, Tylee Texas, our guest here. Uh, for those of uh, fans know that uh, anybody that goes to our Off the Ropes page on Facebook, and if you like it, from uh, starting from the end of the show to the beginning of the next show, you get qualified to win an autograph from uh, one of our past guests or future guests or one from this week. Uh, now, uh, Tylee, would you be willing to uh, send us a few autographs for giveaways for our fans that are listening right now? Yes. Awesome. I'll, I'll send you the address. Whatever you can send us, we we sure would appreciate it. Where are you based? Uh, so, Where are you located? Well, uh, Big Swing is in New York. I'm in Fargo, North Dakota, and Granny is in Arkansas. Wow. And uh, you're in, you're in uh, Florida right now, correct? Yeah, St. Pete, which is like 20 minutes from Tampa. <clears throat> Uh, now is that is that the, you live you live in Florida or are you just uh, doing a show down there right now? No, I live in Florida. Uh, now, uh, <clears throat> would you say that you know you said you're from Texas, but uh, would you say that it's uh, a lot hotter in uh, Texas than it is in Florida during the summertime? Yeah, but I like it. Uh, yeah, there's a breeze in Florida. It's never as hot as it is in Texas. It's definitely hotter uh, in Texas. Now, uh, how? Uh, uh, now, you know, you mentioned with with COVID, you don't get back to Texas very often. When's the last time you're back in Texas? A month ago. Uh, now. You uh, when you when you go back to Texas and come back to Florida, do you uh, uh, you know I know that we're starting to turn the corner on this COVID thing, but uh, do you have to like quarantine or do you have to get uh, do you have to get uh, checked out uh, uh, at at the clubs during COVID? How how did that uh, protocol go about? No, they have not cared at all uh, in my area in Tampa area in Miami. They cared. They wanted you to wear masks, and they were stricter, but they have not cared at all. And Texas is now, pretty much the same thing. It just depends on where you go, but they have not been strict. They don't care. It's just the now, airport. Did you, did, did you have, when you were on stage uh, doing your performances, did you have to wear a mask then or no? Not really. Only whenever I went to Chicago, I didn't have to wear a mask in Indiana. But uh, no, I didn't have to wear a mask. Uh, so, uh, do you um, uh, do you have uh, do you know when uh, your next wrestling match is going to be and who it might be against? Can you kind of give us a little preview on that? I'm not sure. I'm supposed to go against this girl Gia, but. Uh, I gotta look because yeah, a, a federation that's in uh, Tampa messaged me and they said that they wanted to send me a down payment because they have a ring and everything. But I can message you the details. 
yeah, oh, sure, perfect. It's going to be coming up in a month uh, or so, but they messaged me and asked me if I would be interested. I just have been taking a break a little bit, but... Yeah, I did a so, reality uh, show uh, for IBMS, and I did get COVID, and but uh, and they said that I had the antibodies, but this was a few months ago. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, we're we're in we're in overtime. We got about uh, five minutes here left here, and uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Tyler, you you have been so awesome, and we do appreciate you taking time on your schedule. But uh, typ- your typical week. Uh, how many days are, are you working seven days a week? Uh, no, I just, uh, it just depends. I mean, I do performances usually like twice a month. Uh, I just base my own schedule if I'm filming or what, just like pretty much based on what I want to do. So I make my own schedule, but I'm always training to be fit and to just be prepared for whatever. Uh, you know, and uh, real quick here, uh, to let you know how, that I am a big fan of yours, uh, uh, do you know do you know Vanessa Rain? Yes. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, I saw a great wrestling video with you and Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Rain, and I will say this, that guy that you wrestled in that video, I wanted to be that guy. <laughs> Tony? Yeah, I wanted to be that guy. Well, uh, uh, are you familiar with Gia Love? Yes. Because I'm supposed to be wrestling her in like a week and a half. Cause she, and she's trying to start... Uh, a women's wrestling uh, federation or whatever, like, for for women. And then in Bayside, I'm supposed to be wrestling uh, Amy Bella Fox. Well, okay, well, let me ask you this. Uh, for you know, Bayside. If you could, uh, can, can, you, can you get us hooked up with her? We'd like to have her as a guest on the show to try and uh, help her get promotion for her federation that she wants to start. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, we have uh, uh, Tylee, Texas, our guest here. Uh, we got to wrap things up because uh, we're, we're getting the, we're getting the cut signal. But uh, I'll tell you what, I do appreciate uh, you uh, joining us tonight. Uh, you have been awesome. If we have not scheduled way too you much, can't go longer. Who's What's giving that? you the cut signal? I said, who's giving you the cut signal? Uh, well, we uh, we're uh, heard live in New York uh, on uh, the ESPN affiliate, and uh, they have uh, other covers that they need to do. Uh, so, unfortunately, sometimes we get the uh, sometimes we uh, can go longer, and sometimes we can't. But uh, we uh, we do appreciate uh, you joining us tonight, and you have been so awesome. And we hope that you would uh, be willing to join us again. Yeah, definitely, and I'll definitely get a hold of Gia, and we can work something out, and I would love to join your show again and give you updates. Awesome. All right, and then I do appreciate it, and uh, you have been awesome. And for our fans listening, we want to make sure that uh, you check us out next week. we got another three-guest show next week. 
but until then, uh, I'm going to get the uh, signal here for our outro. Because uh, uh, my laptop is uh, lo- uh, has locked up, so uh, hopefully uh, our producer will get the signal to start that. But uh, yeah, Tylee, we uh, we we love you very much. You've been so awesome. And uh, any autographs or anything you can send us as giveaways, 